Thank you to the Patreon supporters of January 2021. Sarah P., a.k.a. Situational Daddy on Instagram. Elio, Paul and Sandy J., Nathan E., Jacqueline M., Matthew J., and Big Time Jim. Help support our show by going to patreon.com slash what we remember. Thanks. God, I remember working at Best Buy when that, <laughs> that whole thing happened. And yeah. like you had two competing sections of Blu-rays and HD DVDs. Yeah. And everyone got real mad about which one was the one. Oh boy. I got lucky. I invested in Blu-ray early. <laughs> and I was like, thank God, I don't want to rebuy stuff. Trying to tell customers, like, no, you don't have that player. You need the Blu-ray player yeah. one. <laughs> but well, I have an Xbox. They're the same thing, aren't they? That was oh, they, even just coming from DVD. They don't. Everyone would buy Blu-rays and try to play so them in their DVDs, and they're like, yeah. "How come it doesn't work?" Same thing happened with like uh, 3D movies. They would buy oh, the yeah. 3D Blu-ray of it, and they're like, "Well, why isn't it 3D? I bought it in yeah. 3D." <laughs> <laughs> I have the glasses. I'll or, put in the glasses. Yeah. On. Or they'd buy the 3D TV, spend the big bucks, and then yeah. be like, "How come my movie's not 3D?" And you're like, "That's it's not a 3D movie." It's though. not how this works. <laughs> it's not how any of this works. Did they ever works. get to the point of having a 3D TV that you didn't need glasses for? Like the how the Nintendo 3DS, like you didn't need glasses to I see the 3D. I feel like they did. Did that ever I happen? I, I feel like the Panasonic had a did. plasma Ooh. TV that we sold that did you didn't 3D. even need glasses for. You could just look it at it; be. it'd be in 3D. I don't remember that. I know there were definitely some that went back to like the you could just use the disposable ones. It wasn't like the crazy mm-hmm. two hundred dollar oh, active yeah. lens. Yeah, 3D those glasses. look be- those work better though. Yeah, well, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, they're just yeah. easier. But my name is Bradley Jones. My name is Andrew Moldenhauer. My name is Andy Hubert. Uh, my name's Nick Haynes. <laughs> no rehearsal. Thank you. <laughs> and this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to remember a movie that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. And this is what we remember about signs. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we kill. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. Nicholas Haynes is joining us from the Sketchy Nonsense podcast. Yeah. Welcome aboard. He, uh, thanks for having back. me, fellas. Of the show. He was on the Twister episode. Love oh, it. Right. He was on Classic. the Basketball episode. That's oh, true. true. Yep. And on this one. I, yeah, I was about to say, I think that's about it. Yeah, yeah. You're a three-peater. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you got three-peaters. You, you got to get that five-timer club jacket. Ooh, there we go. I'm oh, working on it, guys. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> we'll remember uh, Varsity Blues jacket. <laughs> yeah. Blue Varsity Blues for that episode. But has anyone been on more? than me uh andy has yeah andy oh yeah Cooper. that's it victor's up to what is it three he's at three goofy movie power rangers and oh, super that's mario right. Bros. Oh, that's true power okay rangers. all right james so, is james two. two yeah three is he three yeah he's on the Spaceballs episode oh, which is only goodness. on the patreon what else Ooh. is he on uh mrs doubtfire and mystery men oh yeah mystery men yes one. Great, so. great film, mm-hmm. and don't forget the wedding singer that oh, never yeah. got released. <laughs> oh, the li- our live show that was recorded outside, <laughs> not well. Yeah. It seemed to go well. It hey, did. It did I've actually. I've been there, guys. I've had a few bad live <laughs> shows. Trust me. In live fact, from Penguin Con. 
Oh, yeah. Real bad. When it goes bad, it goes bad. But you so, just got to mm. lean into it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as Michelle Obama Well, that, that sort of didn't work with his. Because he was, <laughs> after, the, after the fact, the recording was, like, basically unusable. Oh, yeah, boy. It oh, was. No. In fact, we had to time travel <laughs> to make it seem plausible, and we actually just deleted the entire episode. <laughs> Which was a great uh, little... And replaced thing, it yeah. with what we time traveled back to fix it to... Uh, so what a great it was device. fun for me, you know, to, good. to make it okay in my mind. But it, w- it was a great time to do. But live shows, when they go bad, they go bad. <laughs> it's like when animals, when they go bad, they go bad. <laughs> Is Bill Clinton here with us? <laughs> right on. Hey, Bill Clinton, I heard you're going to be taking the vaccine. You're going to be one of the presidents. Nah, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Man. Oh, yeah. You, you announced it literally today that uh, you were going to be one of the yeah, no, first I'm people to. Say, I said I'm going to do uh-huh. it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Classic. That's a great PR move. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> not going to do it. Classic Bill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Classic Bill. <laughs> Can I finish? So, so we're doing the movie signs. Hold on, and before we get to that, uh huh, we gotta incorporate a little bit of the sketchy nonsense. Oh, we do. Oh, you don't have oh. to. Into the show. I brought it as an option. <laughs> you know, I don't. <laughs> Shut your mouth. What? <laughs> Hands up. It's man. part of the standard branding agreement. Okay, I, I didn't know. I, you know, I, I did bring a beer of the week. A beer of the week. But did you bring the beer of the week keyboard? I did not. But okay. uh, <laughs> I did bring this small button of the beer of the week. So go ahead and well, give what, it a what slap. What button did you bring? Is that a tab key? Yeah, it's a small tab key. You just gotta you gotta fiddle. It's made out of a tab cola. You gotta supposed to tickle it. You gotta you gotta you know if you want it to be made out of tab cola. I don't I don't judge. You know it could, it could be a pat key and it's just like upside down or no and then the T would be. You just gotta like tickle. All you gotta symbol. do is tickle it. You just tickle right, it. Here we go. Jingle it. Well, all three of you gotta tickle it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's it. All right, it's, it's like a texture. It's like yeah, a, it's like a furby or something. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Like the weird us and the feedback. Is that what a furby did? Is that all it did? Did you do anything else? It sucked on your I mean, fingers it, like, and it quote unquote learned your language. Yeah, I know it was a problem because people at the Pentagon had a bunch of women. They started learning. Uh, I remember that story. I had never heard that before. That was a thing. That's hilarious. And now our phones just record us all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So w- uh, <laughs> we're all a bunch of furries or furbies. What did yeah. you say? What did you say? I said furbies. Farleys? Well, this thing, this this key has been like saying weird like gibberish to us. Yeah, no, that's pretty. Time. That's pretty yeah. normal for a and beer like of the week like type of thing. But uh, maybe it'll, it'll get done if we if we give it an old. If we just give it give it another week. Did I yeah. do it? No, you did. You okay. did. It. You nailed it, Brad. I'm bad. I'm you bad. nailed it. You nailed it. To... So this is like a. You feel like uh, I feel like you gave up. Everyone gave up on the. No, no, no. <laughs> I was trying to salvage it. We don't do bits here. Sorry, we never it wasn't have a bit. Bits. That was real. trying to salvage it. Yeah, this is a very serious uh, podcast, Brad. Please don't mess it up. Well, speaking of messing it up, what are we holding in front of us, Andy Moldenhauer? Oh, me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you. Um. Well, Nicholas Haynes brought this beer of the week for us, and it is a. Peanut butter chocolate milk stout with uh, old Bessie 
mm -hmm. the front with some peanuts and some chocolate. <laughs> she does not seem amused to have that stuff behind <laughs> it's her. It's true. Well, <laughs> I've never seen this one before, and I was reluctant. You know, some people are not fans of IPA, so I didn't want to test the waters with an IPA with you kids. Oh, really? Um, All right. I mean, if you tell me it's a, a go next time I'm coming, I'll, I'll bring you Cha something. Uh, okay. <laughs> Put it away, Andy. Wow. Put it away. <laughs> Sorry, that was my but, cash register. <laughs> <laughs> I think on the uh, basketball episode, we had a peanut, peanut butter, butter and jelly. jelly. That's right. Oh. From Odd Side Ales. Right. And so that when I saw this, I was like, oh. It's on yeah. theme. Yeah. This is from the Lost Coast Brewery in Eureka. Eureka. California. Is that the one from that sci-fi show? Eureka's Castle? <laughs> oh, yeah, that one, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot about yes. just, There's one show called Eureka. It's called Eureka, right. yeah. Urethra. Urethra. Hey. Urethra's Castle. Urethra Franklin. Andy Hubert, there's some copy on here. Could, oh. you, could you read that for us, maybe? Maybe good? The Peanut Butter Chocolate Milk Stout. A smooth and creamy midnight black stout with hints of roasted peanuts, cocoa, coffee, raisins, and toffee. Easy drinking for both casual fans and aficionados. Cheers. Who put raisins in this? I know. I saw uh, yeah. raisins why and I was that, like, how old that? am I? I'm not. Wow, I don't wow. understand that. Is it cacao or is it cocoa? I, you know, people say different things. I wanted ways. you to say cacao. I, I thought about it. There's a cow on there. Uh, it was yeah. close. Oh, I like I it was yeah. No, moo. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> You're missing I'll them. see myself. People <laughs> like rum raisin ice cream. Yeah, I've That's never like understood that one. I've never had it. Rum raisin ice cream? Yeah, rum That's a common flavor. Rum raisin? It seems know, like right? an old person ice cream. It, it really is. feels like I'm an sure. old person. Like pralines. You either have to have dentures yes. or no teeth to be able to. Pralines and cream is a good ice cream. Pralines is such a, for me, that That's... word makes me think of seafood. And I never. Oh, yeah. Like, prawns. Like, yeah. It's like prawns. <laughs> what? Praline? Praline. It's prawns and like cream. Sort of, yeah. Prawns and cream. Yeah. I think of someone like dropping their teeth it's... out of their mouth. Oh. It always seems so Pralines. <laughs> it's like somebody like in the South's kid who just like got named Praline. <laughs> Yo, Praline. Praline, go out back in yeah. that crick. You're coming <laughs> out in that crick, Praline. Praline, I can't understand you. I think Praline's, I think, celebration. I think I'm just, like, thinking parade. Ooh, I I don't know why. That's a fun Praline's, like, parade in circum pomp it's a and nut, circumstance. Right? It's got to be just it's a nut. A, it's a nut. It's some it's sort of nut. Why is it only an ice cream? Is it the only exclusive I don't know. It's cream? in desserts and stuff. Like, they do it, use it on the British Bake Off all the time, and I'm oh, like, I don't get it. Sliced almonds is what I use. It looks like macadamia. Macadamia nut. That's not, I, that's not a good name. You for look a kid. so serious when you said that. Oh, mm. I am about that macadamia. <laughs> macadamia. <laughs> this is a twisty. I gotta open it. This is a no. this is a cracky. I think I it's a cracky. Oh, I think. Oh. Do, do we need one? You got it. I. Andy's got always got to come prepared. Andy came prepared. You can have this one. Prepared. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you bro. See, I look what I, I did. This the cool thing where I opened it. He doesn't. Well, this Andy doesn't. You did with your that. teeth. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Wow, Brad. I can't, that was impressive. <laughs> I can't say I've ever seen this brewery anywhere. I've never heard of it. Else, uh, so that's another reason. The why Lost I was Coast reminds me a little bit of like uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple yes. logo. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. It makes me think of there was that brewery that kept marketing for the fact that they were like a Hawaiian brewery, and then it came out that they were actually like oh, making no. a beer in California. Longboard or, or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, it was like I a know what you're thing. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah. a longboard. I didn't know they had controversy behind Ooh, them. It smells good. Yeah, yeah. They they were, like you said, claimed to be in Hawaii, and they <laughs> yeah. were just like, no, not really, though. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Psych. I think, I mean, since then, they've actually made a brewery in 
Hawaii. Yeah, it makes sense. And so now they're okay. I was mm. when they said they were in Hawaii. I was like, how Just does the economics make sense on that? Because beer's heavy into transport. Hey. Is that to the mainland? No way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I smell malt and I smell soy sauce. Soy sauce. How oh, much? Okay, how, how many raisins do you smell? <laughs> exactly one. I have a very bad sense of smell, so I actually can't smell anything. Yeah, I, I just sm- so. I smell that like stouty. Like, That's yeah. like, for me. It just smells like a stout. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Always, I have the worst nose for that. I'm sure it's all going to be all in right. my taste. You call it off. You do the you in do it. three, two, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. Interesting. It is. It's a smooth peanut butter. It peanut is. butter. Oh, I was expecting a chunky peanut. See, butter. See, I get the smoothness kind of like chocolate milk. I, I almost a, don't even really get the peanut butter, but it's it's not it's, bad. it's very it's subtle. It's not. I get more chocolate than anything. Yeah, yeah for definitely sure. more chocolate. For a stout, it doesn't seem very heavy. It's not. It's actually yeah. very yeah. tasty. It's thin. It's a little lighter for a stout, which mm-hmm. I I enjoy because yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of like pastry stouts anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm a little too old for that game. Is there an equivalent pastry just like desserts and stuff? Yeah, like, it's, mm, yeah, it's really clawingly and, sweet. Yeah, like you can have like like a small glass and you'd be like oh yeah no no thank you is there a beer equivalent like a milk to a root beer float because yeah. i think this would be good with ice cream like mm, chocolate ice cream i could see that i've had that go bad well, on they, me though don't mm. they make like a hard root beer or something like that like they do, they do. Like alcoholic root beers and i, think I guess like, you can maybe make your own float a guinness float i think is a thing i think that it is. yes you're, yeah i could see that with, mm-hmm. with vanilla ice cream and the, guinness the last stout that I tried to fix, it was a French toast stout, and it was just so absurdly sweet. It tasted mm. exactly like French toast was supposed to, but there's too much of a good thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I tried to fix it with ice cream, and it just ended up tasting like blood and iron. I, I don't know if it the Oof. chocolate with the vanilla, like in the <laughs> like, it just did something weird with the ice cream. It made it a lot worse, actually. That so horrible. I would I would tread lightly on the. Stout now, I have actual chocolate milk if you guys want to compare. Ooh. you who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's chocolate milk. It's some sort of account. Chocolate milk Ovaltine. <laughs> I am not the biggest fan of stouts. I love a stout. I'm not a stout person, um, but this I'm is pretty a, good. I'm it's not bad. The fact that it's a lighter this. stout, is I, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I could drink this and not want to brush my teeth directly that's, afterwards yeah, my, or like sure. take three sips and you're like i feel like i ate a whole meal yeah <laughs> so i'll bring next time i'm here there's one i want to try i think it's called like moon rambler or something and it's uh an ipa made with milk sugar Ooh, milk uh, sugar i know i've never i don't know what milk sugar like i've never really <laughs> seen that as a thing it's by founders i'll bring that that's next interesting time. you know they're making everything into milks now might as well make yeah. milk into something else too you know just for sure fulfilling the cycle it's a kind of a terrible website. I'm on the, Lo- the Lost Coast website. Every sort of beer has like uh, a thing branded to it. Like there's like a tangerine, mm-hmm. a little tangerine on there. Mm-hmm. There's a shark beer with a shark on there, which I guess is their great white beer is the original Lost Coast beer. A Belgian style white. That sounds really good. Mm-hmm. With coriander. Mm-hmm. I-, I have to say Belgians are for sure my favorite type of beer. Oh my gosh. I uh... So good. Love a good Belgian. I like uh, this is their only style. A lot of IPAs. I don't mind Pilsners. I, I like some mm-hmm. of those like lighter beers. Yep. And, I do too. Um, those, those are probably where I stick most of the time. Yeah. My I mean, wife like a lager. My wife's been big into sours sure. lately, and sure. I was like, that's an interesting area. Sours I've never really tried. I, I like sours. sours. I do like. I'm sours. trying to get into them. It's it's it, there's a barrier to entry there. Like, <laughs> Hefeweizens too are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yes, Hefeweizens are delicious. Those are usually the like four different types of beers I usually go for. There are some great beers. Uh, if you need something that's 
a little tart and but not like overly tart for like a sour like look look for something that's you know says it's a spontaneous brewed like spontaneous you know yeast uh, those are really good to get into the sour game. Not mm. too much tartness. They're very light, but they're usually What's it pretty make, expensive. What makes it spontaneous? It shows up at parties when you yeah. you're not invited. To be there, you know? yeah. Were you even on the Facebook <laughs> invite, Carl? <laughs> no, but I know, I know, but I, I know but that I know, guy. I know Gary. Gary was going to show up. Can't, damn it, Gary! Vouch for me, Gary. <laughs> yeah, I know. See? Yeah. Well, well <laughs> no, but I think you nailed it, though. Oh, yeah. the spontaneousness yeah. of it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Or, or yeah. <laughs> uh, for example, one in Grand Rapids, they're spontaneous. Is uh, they put beer in a giant metal vat and they drive it in like a U-Haul trailer around the Great Lakes. <laughs> That's awesome. And they just for up, the ambiance, they uh, put play like music for it. The terroir, like, you know. Yeah, the terroir. Exactly. <laughs> You're actually not off base. Here. <laughs> You're actually and you very can throw close. Your voice really well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So each lake has like their own yeast strains. So the air carries it in from you know from the breeze and it lands in the metal vat and it. I mean, people beer. play music for their house plants, and That's they seem true. to grow better. If you did that for your hops, like you have a big farm, like that might be good. In fairness, well, that was like some different metal music. Sourdough back in the day, you'd use the same board. Yeah, mm. right. So you put the flour on the board, mm-hmm. and it already has the, the yeast same vat. Yeah. The spontaneous. Then you leave it out in the open. You get more yeast collecting on it. It's and- true. Uh, Enter Night uh, by, I think, Stone Brewery. They play Metallica. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman for their sand beer. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a beach in the glass. Why would anyone want to drink this? (laughs) 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 Seawater and sand at the bottom of it. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Coral floating in this. Where's coral? Coral! (laughs) But enough about the second best thing in the world. First thing in the world. The first thing is signs. Yes, tonight. or Mel Gibson. Oh man! Wow, because Elvin in the room. <laughs> this was pre-racist, pre racist. Pre no, no, no pre no racist. Pre no racist. Yeah, pre out racist. Pre out. Yeah, right. <laughs> People still liked him at this point. Uh, yeah, he had credibility. Yeah. He did. He did. He did. He was two years away from not. <laughs> <laughs> right on the cusp. I, you know me, Brad. I one of the one of the films that made me go to film school was Payback. Um, it's a very blue film. So blue. I love mm. that movie. I still love that movie. That's the one with Haley Joel Osment and it's no. got Kevin Spacey, and I'm, then he gets stabbed at school, and it's like you. Let's pay it forward. And K-Pack. Does that make sense? <laughs> I think you mixed a lot here. There was a moment where I was watching Pay It Forward. I'm like, this is a great film. And the movie kept going, and I was like, this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was everybody's opinion of that movie. Like, it really just like, oh, I am the, dumb. The movie did itself a favor by killing Haley Joe Oz. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. He can't see himself. Ooh. <laughs> just John Cena me over there. <laughs> uh, I love the movie Apocalyptico. I think that's how it's said. Uh, yeah, love Apocalypto. is a strong word to say. Apoc- uh, no, it's one. a very unique movie. It is a super unique like, movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've you, wanted to watch that's what that I need for to a long time, yeah. and I have not. Watch it. If you got Amazon Prime, was, I think it's on there. I do. Watch it. It's in Passion of the Christ. Was that Mel Gibson? It was. That was the big film? one. The big Mel Gibson's the no, real he, film guy. Did he direct before that? I think he directed Braveheart. Yeah, he oh, did. Oh, he did. Yeah. He directed wow. Braveheart. Yeah. 
Uh, and the man without the face. I think he did do that. I, 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 the man that doesn't have that face. I, I saw the movie one time. Go? That's what like, it's called, right? Why'd you hire Mel Gibson, like one of the most handsome men on TV, and take his <laughs> yeah. face away? Only half the face. <laughs> the man in the iron mask will be Leonardo DiCaprio. There's definitely a face. Put of a mask on it. Of like celebrities without faces. <laughs> yeah. In, like the, the yeah. 90s. And the, <laughs> like, let's get the handsome guy and then just dumb him up. Put him a ugly. cape over his yeah. face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dark man? I think, I think we did uh, that one yeah. right. Got yeah. face off. It's like uh, the Mandalorian. Oh, the Chevy Chase movie that I never, I never saw, where he's like the Invisible Man. Christmas Vacation. Oh, yes. Fletch. Fletch, Fletch two. Fletch two. Fletch lives <laughs> or whatever. I don't yeah. know. I never saw any of the Fletches. So, Fletch one was a movie. That's fair. That's so fair science say. made you go to film school. Is no, what you said, no. Right? That's exactly. a quote. That's a quote. <laughs> I, science made me want to make movies. Without a doubt. I wanted to make a spooky horror film. It was a great spooky horror film. Mm -hmm. Who directed this again? The M. Night's Shyamalan. Of Shyamalans. Of Shyamalans. (laughs) (laughs) Lancelot. Galahad. (laughs) Arthur. M. Night. M. Night. (laughs) (laughs) This was like, he was still all the rage at the time Mm -hmm. when this one came out. And I remember like this. Second film? I remember really enjoying this movie. This movie feels like a movie that people liked when it came out and then kind of crapped on it later when it was cool to hate on it was M9. cool to hate on this movie and i'm like dude this is a great movie it's you a, can't just go and hate on a great movie yeah. i think i hate i remember on it. i remember like I being remember really in this movie you can hate you lady it, in like, the water or the village you know i'm okay with the hate on those but mm-hmm. this movie is great lady in in the water uh, lady in the lady water. in the water was no, the not king arthur reference a good movie mm-hmm. um mm. the village Paul Giamatti was good though the village i didn't hate the village, the village i enjoyed the village felt i wanted good, yeah i wanted the, the ending real. was so disappointing i wanted mm. real monsters yeah spoiler for the village <laughs> i want real monsters ah, like, i didn't get ah, that real it's monsters not a, it's not a practical <laughs> movie either because it it like in the grand scheme of things it does not you can't expand it out it doesn't quite Add yeah, up and make sense. Like yeah, their, I mean, their way of making it make sense is like, oh, they just have a billion million dollars. <laughs> it's like, of course, that's the only explanation that makes it work. Cults have a lot of money. That's true. I that mean, trailer was very scary. M Night's pretty yeah. hit or miss. I mean, what he did Last Airbender, right? Mm. Oh boy, we don't talk sure. about that. I I have I I didn't know anything about Last Airbender, so I didn't see it. You know, it wasn't my. I tried to watch it once, movie. and that's a weird. That movie failed at a completely technical level. Like it is just badly made, and I don't understand what happened. Unbreakable came out before this. Movie. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it was it was film. a Sixth Sense, then Unbreakable. Did this come out in 2002 or mm-hmm. 2004? Two, I believe. So this came out before oh, okay, Lady in the Water. Right. Okay. And then The Happening is somewhere Ooh. in there. That came out a little bit later, like 2010, I think. Yeah. Or that, nine. That movie was a just... I don't know if it's I the saw that one. Oh, it's It's the tree. No, Andy, you've you, seen that you've one. Seen Have movie. I seen that one? Yeah, Mark it's, Wahlberg's a science teacher who like, can oh, save the world. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yes. And everybody's like, what happening? There's a, there's a part where just like a man like gives his hand to a lion to get destroyed. Yeah, and then, yeah the zookeeper just walks yeah. in and he's like, eat me. That's what, yeah. <laughs> that's, I, forget, I totally Paul forgot. Paul Wahlberg's the, in there? Yeah, because you remember? Zookeeper? No. You remember like Mark Wahlberg runs up to that girl and he's like, don't eat that sandwich, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the weirdest casting choices. <laughs> girl, don't eat that sandwich. He's exactly the same character he is in the Transformers movies like many years later, but like oh. in that movie. Movie, He's so much so better weird. in the Transformers. He, well, his mm. I don't he know. makes sense in those movies. He doesn't make He's sense. He's probably in better in action movies. I like the so big for hit. Sure. The big hit was so good. 
And I saw that. He's not a bad actor. I mean, he's a great actor. Like, I mean, Pain Bo- and Game Boogie was really good. He, he's, he's a very he's wonderful in that actor. movie. He yeah. has He knows ta- how to game talent. the system. Whatever that movie where he's like pounding his chest really hard to yeah. hurt himself. If you want to... <laughs> <laughs> Remember that movie? Planet yeah, of the Apes? Yeah. No! I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is that with uh, Reese Witherspoon and they're in high school and he's like uh, her boyfriend. I like, Heart Huckabees? But he's like crate. Wait, what is it? Fear, yeah. Fear. It's just called Fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I fear good in that. He's scary in that one. <laughs> yeah. Um. If you want to make a crossover here with uh, him, he did uh, Daddy's Home too. Daddy's Home, where too. Mel Gibson is Whew. acting in that. I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. He see shows it. up to set. I'll give you that much. Yeah, I, I didn't see <laughs> it. So, um, doing the Marlon Brando, like like later in his career, he had to have people just write his lines on big big cards because he just like he didn't want to remember. He just them. didn't care. Yeah. If you look at any of his movies in the seventies, he's just reading cue cards the entire time. I mean, when you're Marlon Brando at that time, do you really care? Right. <laughs> like, just, like the, the most notorious too. one is Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. His whole thing was just him rambling. I've never none of it was written. It was a great performance. It was a great performance, but it was just him rambling for hours, and then he was like, "I think you have enough." Well, you should should have cakes in that movie. You're gonna find some footage that works. Yeah, yeah. Never seen it. I got. Oh yeah, that's one of those classic films. It's long. It's very long. And it's good. There's like a redux that's even longer. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say the documentary is better. Heart of heart of darkness. Yeah, I think it was directed by his wife. Shows like all the behind the scenes about yeah, how it was one of the it. worst it's really good film productions movie. of Didn't all time. Mel Gibson do a movie called Heart of Darkness. Mm. I think he did. I'm positive on this. One. The Beaver. You need you need to check me on this. Okay, Heart of well, part two. Figured out. Part two. <laughs> uh, the Beaver. Yes. Are you thinking of Ghost in the Darkness? No, no, no. Okay. Heart of Darkness. Okay. I saw it in theaters. Uh, whatever. Mel- it was his first return after Hexar Ridge. No, you're thinking thing. of um, Hexar Ridge. You're thinking of... Don't uh, say Get the Gringo. If you say Get the Gringo. Because <laughs> that was a great movie, too. No, you're get him to like the Gringo. Ghost in the Mist or something like that. No, I'm not. <laughs> Heart of Darkness with Mel Gibson. Was it an 80s this movie? This is a Mandela what? effect no, his, situation. Wow. His daughter gets like poisoned or something by like some... Wait, I remember this film. Some company. This movie came and went real fast. Yes. I don't know yes. what the name of it is. It might it's be that. Heart of Darkness. <laughs> Apparently, it's Heart of Darkness. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Hmm. Nobody saw this film. But he's in Signs. He's in Signs. That's true. And so we got one actor who's in <laughs> so Signs. Far, spent <laughs> so far, we've spent seven minutes. Oh, we've got that Mel Gibson we cracked in the a movie. beer and we, we name, <laughs> name dropped Mel Gibson. Joaquin. I was say, let's get to the other. Joker. Oh, the Joker is in this movie. The Joker Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> and uh, Anna McCulkin. Rory? Rory McCulkin's in this? No, well, Kierkin. Kieran. Kieran. Kieran Culkin. Kieran That's a strange Kiernan. name. He's the one from Scott Pilgrim? Yes. He's really good. And he's in uh, Succession, I think, too, isn't he? Oh, uh, you're yeah. right. Yeah. I forgot who the kid was. In this <laughs> I, okay, I didn't realize that. Igby Goes Down. Did anyone see that yeah, movie? I, 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 I wanted to really ago. bad, but I never did. Never, oh, never Igby went down. To. He went down. It was down. always that blockbuster. I'd always pass it in like the independent mm-hmm. section, but I never got it. Yeah, he could have had his uh, breakout moment, but he never, never and, quite got uh, it. And guess who else is in this movie? A fanning. South Dakota Fanning. South Dakota Fanning. <laughs> yeah. Was Al even born at this point? I mean, maybe I she was I would one or two years so, old. Or but I mean, that wouldn't have precluded her from acting, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Not these Powerhouse days. performance mm-hmm. in the womb. And then M. Night Shyamalan's also in kicking. the film as an actor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he is. Right. <laughs> and then some creepy uh, general guy who was. Mm. Uh, and then there's that lady who's always in his movies that is a good actress, and I can never remember her name. 
She plays the sheriff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know her name. Yeah, she's in like all of his films. But I don't know. I'm trying to think of who plays the wife. The wife is only in it for. Yeah, she's only in it for like ten seconds of screen time. I feel like she's a no name. I I'm Mm -hmm. struggling to remember this, and my only memory goes back to a scary movie three. I think it is (laughs) where they spoofed. Where it's like Charlie Sheen and Denise Richards. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Is that what you remember from this movie? <laughs> yes, it is Richard's in this. <laughs> this movie was worthy enough to spoof. It's got to get some credit, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, this it was bigger, though, when it came out, man. So I'm guessing there's some signs that show up in his cornfield. Right, because he's yes. a farmer? Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a pastor. Is there a pastor? He, I think he, he was. was. He used to be. He's given it up. He, he lost, he his, lost faith. his faith that's after the whole premise of the, his wife died. That's his he left that moment. in the pastor. Whoa. Mm-hmm. The, he, he pasteurized it. He <laughs> left it in the pastor and then bought a pasture. Oh, wow. It's the next little Nas yeah. song. That was the past year he did that. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. all in the past year. <laughs> <laughs> all in the past year. He went from being a pastor to the pastor. <laughs> These are some solid ones, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing it. A plus. We'll see what editing can do. Let's <laughs> add a laugh track. So he's living with that family. Are they all his sons? Is Jaqueen the brother? He's yeah. Are they both um, sons? Yeah, I think that's all sons his and daughters. Kids. Okay, yeah, I believe I think so. so. I think the oldest brother. So Joaquin is like a failed, like almost baseball. major league mm-hmm. baseball guy who like kind of flamed out or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's like all depressed because he missed it or something. Right. He just couldn't quite make the cut. Because he couldn't not swing. Yeah. He couldn't not swing. Swing it away. It didn't feel right. Oh, swing says, away. In one of the weirdest scenes That's in like cinema the, history oh, man. where he is like talking to the general like in a recruitment center and the general brings up that he knows him and there's this really weird dialogue between the two of them and the the general guy is like not blinking, just like staring at him, and then he just goes off in his tangents about baseball. Shit, I know you. You're Merrill Hess. I was there the day you hit that 507 footer over the left field wall. Set the record. Man, that thing had a motor on it. It's still the record, right? Got the bat at home on the wall. You've got two minor league home run records, don't you? Five. Why weren't you in the pros making stacks of cash and getting your toes licked by beautiful women? Because he has another record most people don't know about. He has the minor league strikeout record. Hello, Lionel. Merrill's a class A screw up. He would just swing that bat as hard as he could every time. Didn't matter what the coaches said. Didn't matter who was on base. He would just whip that bat through the air as hard as he could. Looked like a lumberjack chopping down a tree. Merrill here has more strikeouts than any two players. You really got the strikeout record? Felt wrong not to swing. Was he like signing up for the military? He was thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just he wants to get away from uh, yeah. He's like stuck. And depressed. Mm-hmm. Wants to get off the farm. He's like Luke Skywalker. A little bit. Mm. Waiting for a journey. Mm-hmm. Waiting for his family to get roasted. Yeah, roasted, by toasted, burnt to a crisp. By uh, aliens? the Empire. <laughs> no, I guess, yeah. Sure, the aliens. Uh, you got the little girl. She's uh, leaving water everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, that's her deal. Water gla- yep. she'll, she'll drink a, like, you know, a couple sips and she'll be like, it's old. She says contaminated. Oh, contaminated. Yeah. All right. It's a big word. 
This is kind of leading mm-hmm. <laughs> no. into the end. Oh, I thought you were like doing Law and Order, leading the witness. <laughs> no, 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 no. happening here. No, 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 the, the water. I, do, I don't remember that, so... But I do know the ending. I know mm-hmm. the twist. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Culkin's got, like, asthma or something. He can't yes. Control. Yes. You're that's right. right. And he's also very smart. He's, like, smart beyond his uh, years. Reading books and stuff. <laughs> nerd. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's a nerd. Lame. Get out of here. <laughs> but there's spooky stuff going on in that cornfield. Yeah, so when do they... Are they these crop circles, right? Yeah, they just start appearing. Start appearing in around yeah. the town. Is his the first like farm to get one or something or one of yeah were crop circles like a fad of the 90s it was it was big for a while yeah 80s even i think it went way back yeah maybe even like 50s and 40s like during roswell yeah and i believe uh mel gibson character he uh blames a couple like a a group of brothers uh who on and what was happening there like there was a group of brothers around the town the pet boys yeah essentially pet boys yes They're always yes. causing trouble on the farm. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Down on the farm. Because there's a moment where they're uh, chasing what they think are th- that group of brothers. Mm-hmm. But then they like, run around a house in a really fun moment. Yeah. And like Jaqueen and Mel Gibson are like trying to be really loud and scary, but they're just coming off kind of like helpless. And <laughs> I'm coming and I am full of anger. You better run, bet boys. <laughs> 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 ah! I'm insane with anger. We're gonna beat your ass, bitch! We're gonna tear your head off! I'm losing my mind! It's time for an ass whooping! I feel like Joaquin's probably gotta be a little bit more, like, of the serious type in this moment, while Mel Gibson was kind of being, like, I'm a pastor. I was a pastor. I'm a little bitch, kind of. You know? Yeah, he's just lost all hope. You know, he's yeah. down to the dumps. So his wife dies, like, yeah. in the beginning of the movie? Well, there's, like, she's dead. Is this, like, a flashback? Yeah, you get flashbacks. I, you know I that think, she's dead. I think it opens, like, the opening scene, I feel, is the accident. Oh, oh and then sure. It's like, that they, they don't, that's that's later. That they don't show her. Don't, I think quite. it's I the think it's the too. sheriff saying, you know, you know what happened. And yeah. What's going yeah, on. and it progressively, as the movie goes on, you see it more shows and more of the flashback. Yeah. Which is, you eventually see her pinned against a tree in a car. Yeah. She got hit by a car, yeah. She got hit She's by M. Night Shyamalan. Wow. True. Yep. Yeah, Shima Ding Dong. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Goes out to make a movie, runs a woman into a tree. Yeah, just for the film. Rude. But, you know. And he shot that and put it into mm-hmm. a movie. What an asshole. <laughs> he's, look, he's an archer, <laughs> Andy. Respect the method. But the sheriff's just like trying to help Mel... <laughs> So he's and, having uh, like PTSD and he's like slowly we're we're kind of like getting back into that memory of what happened. Yeah, there's just a lot of like quiet like farm moments. People think, coming in and out. I think a lot They're of going to town. Yeah, I think a lot of people in town ask him like make references to when he was a pastor mm-hmm. uh you know trying hey, remember to remember when you were fun before yeah. Yeah. yeah i think yeah. people like ask him for help about yeah. stuff yeah. Exactly. Wants to have, like, yeah. a confession and he's like i don't do that yeah. anymore but she goes on anyway does uh, mel gibson and the sheriff do they have like a little thing it's not, going on no. no it's very mutual does it i uh, want it to happen but does it doesn't Wa- yeah. joaquin have a girl joaquin the line He's in that film. Well, that was later, Brad. <laughs> yeah, but it was a joke. Like a couple later. <laughs> ago. What was the question? Does, does he have a, a girl, girlfriend? Nope. Or, nope. Yeah, no, I don't no. think he's got no a Everyone's Han Solo in this, movie. in this film. Yeah, everyone's solo. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
But there's aliens that keep on like creeping up on his farm. The little kids are like seeing stuff in their rooms. Mel Gibson is like seeing the leaves like shake as the corn shakes, and like the kid like points to the corn, and he's mm-hmm. got to go out there to look for stuff with a flashlight. Is there like a light spooky. or something like that? Like, where's is there a first encounter, first landing? I think uh, Tall Tale Sign is like one of the dogs. I think he's got yeah, two dogs. Yeah, the dogs are like always barking yeah. in the field. Oh. Yeah, or they'll go quiet and they don't know why. You know, they hear Ooh. something in the wind. See, this so. is why you don't want to just live in the big open like I this. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You need to be packed on top of each other inside of an apartment or something. <laughs> you know, you know, it's like, you can't kill you now. Now. Just, just get a 200-square-foot well, place. Now, now, nowadays, they'd have like a million Wi-Fi cameras out in their field yeah. watching their One crops. One nest will solve this problem. Exactly. LED floodlights everywhere, you mm-hmm. know. The alien uses like the ring doorbell. Yeah. <laughs> Gets caught on the DJI gotcha, van. It's trying to deliver away. an Amazon package in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, with all these ring doorbells, how come we haven't seen more ghosts? Wow. That's deep, dude. The frame rate issues? <laughs> That's Ooh, the, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not picking up those orbs yeah. quite like Phil. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's just a bunch of scary stuff happening. The world starts to... The news breaks. Aliens are here. There's UFOs in the sky. Yeah, I think you well, start... They, s- they spotted them. Yeah, yeah, they start yeah. seeing like new, uh, video clips. One's mm-hmm. at a kid's birthday party oh, in the backyard. It's like one of the scariest yeah. parts. Yeah, but it's probably really stupid now. But in, yeah. in the theater, it was really scary. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like a Bigfoot. Yeah, they like even like have it, like the, walks across walks thing, across yeah. like the Bigfoot I, does. I yeah. feel like this movie milks like the reveal of like w- the aliens and what they look oh, like for, sure. mm-hmm. uh, for a quite a, a long, really time, long time which is what makes it such a great thriller yeah if i recall it's part of the right. jaws yeah. kind of suspense. you just see like a leg or an arm yeah or the scariest part is when mel gibson goes over to check m night Shyamalan's house because like i forget what reason the phone's out or whatever m night Shyamalan is in the truck He's leaving town. He's like, I suggest you do it too. And right before he heads off, he says, I saw an alien. I locked it in the back room. M. Night Shyamalan And then M. Night Shyamalan takes off, and then Mel Gibson goes in the house to look for it. And you're like, dude, get out of there. (laughs) Don't do it. Uh And there's like these slow moments of him (sighs) going through the house, and he gets a knife. Mm -hmm. It has like a reflection on it, and he tries to stick it low under the door. And he's like too afraid. And then he just like musters up the courage and goes back and does it fast. And the alien is in the back with a knife. Ah! <laughs> oh my god! And there's like a hand that like comes out through the door. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting chills. They're multiplying. <laughs> I'm losing control. It sounds like that. <laughs> better shape up. <laughs> um. So, but when when do we start seeing like the uh, the crop circles? Right at the beginning. Oh, just right away. Yeah, yeah. I think it's up. pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. start seeing like, that's signs. Weird. That's weird. Who did that? What a coincidence. And people are like skeptical, but eventually like Jaqueen is like hiding in the closet with like a tin tinfoil foil. hat with yeah. the kids. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Uh-huh. Picking up radio signals and learning more and more about aliens. And Mel Gibson like, is not buying a it's lot like, of it. Yeah. Don't be dumb. Even though he literally just saw one just, like, yeah. in that house. Oh, man. Yeah, he doesn't want to believe it. But mm-hmm. then, like, he doesn't want to give it power he's, or whatever. Maybe he's trying to stay sane as his kids around him are not. And he's like, maybe if yes. I am sane, yeah. like, they'll be okay. There's a beautiful moment in the movie where him and Jaqueen are just, like, sitting on the couch. And they're just like having a conversation. And Mel Gibson and him are like, having a real heart-to-heart. And Mel cries about what's going on. And... 
Yeah. This movie nails like atmosphere down oh, too. Oh, for sure. Really mm. makes you feel like that's in a small town and in a farmhouse. Like yeah, atmosphere through and through. If I remember correctly, the opening credits are very like old school, like th- like mm. thrillers. So watch mm. I watch those. I and they last forever. They're <laughs> so long if I recall. Uh, but the atmosphere in this movie, especially with those moments with Mel Gibson and Joaquin on the couch, it, it nails a lot yeah. of things. It knows when to movie. be fast and when to be slow. Yeah. It knows when to hold them and when to fold them. Mm. Just like The Last Airbender, right? Yeah. Classic. Everything that, that happened in Signs <laughs> in terms of quality applies to all of his future films. Forever. <laughs> Forever. But he did split, right? Yeah, that was kind of a, everyone thought there might be an Some M Night hope. Renaissance. But then he made Glass, and then and no I was like, "Oh nope, never mind." I didn't yeah. see Split, so I can't. Judge. Oh, it was good. Yeah, it, that's what it I was hear. Very slow. It is very slow and, and lacked the atmosphere. And I think it relies very heavily on James McAvoy's abilities, which are considerable. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're great. They're pretty good. What but, else? You guys remember anything else from this movie, though? Just, just the, the, end, the, the final before showdown. Before we get to the ending, yeah. But, yeah, yeah before yeah, we get yeah. to the ending, I know the sheriff is doing some stuff around town, and um, we do get the full reveal mm-hmm. of that scene where Mel sees his wife. Yeah, he, he actually tree. got to see his wife before she died. Yeah, just pinned to the tree. The, the, like the paramedics come, and they say like, "There's literally nothing we can do." So, like, as she soon has, as we move the truck, she's gonna she's go. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, she has maybe ten the minutes. Truck's of the only thing holding left. her together. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she's spouting off a bunch of random things. That's one of the reasons why Mel Gibson loses his faith because he's yeah. like, "Why would God do that?" Yep. Like mm-hmm, she's just sure. say, she's saying this and that, and really, it all comes into all play into towards this. the end of the movie. She she tells um, Mel Gibson to tell Meryl, who is the Queen's character, to swing away. Yep. He doesn't know what that means at that point in time, but that's what ends up saving them. They get like trapped the baseball in the baseball bat. Yeah, they yeah. get trapped in the basement, which is kind of a like scary moment where like the aliens are like finally yeah, in the house. Aren't they like trying to get through the windows and stuff? And you see them like walking past like when you're in the basement, <clears> you have like those little like kind of small windows. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. walk around. I know there's like the point where they're in the the they hear them all on the roof and yeah. stuff, and they're trying to figure out where like where they're gonna come. Great from. sound and, design. Oh yeah, during the scene, you hear all the aliens mm-hmm. like skittering around. And they think they're safe in that basement. They're listening to the radio, but there's like a the the Culkin starts to have like an asthma attack, and they just oh, can't they gotta get go it. get his inhaler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mel Gibson and him are like together, and they're trying to breathe together. And Mel Gibson is like saying like terrible, nasty things, and um, Jaqueen is like looking at him like don't say these things. Like he's seeing his dad finally really giving up hope. Hmm. It's the third act. Okay. Oh, oh. so he's like losing all. This he's stuff. losing yeah. it. All. Everything yeah. he's gained, he's letting it all go again. But I think towards the end, the asthma thing comes into play again it does. with the kid. Yep. He gets sprayed by, like, An alien, alien hand juice. Yes. Yeah, they have, but like, little spidey web slingers, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's for, like, a toxic mist. But yeah. Like, there's a scary moment where an alien, like, sneaks his hand through, like, a air, like, tunnel or something that's in the cellar and, like, gets the kid and, like, puts his hand on him. And See, him. I, I think I remember the alien holding him. That does happen, too. Yeah. Uh, oh. and, he, and he goes to spray him, but since he has asthma, he can't he, breathe in. He doesn't in. breathe it in. And, yeah, and that's what saves his asses. Yeah. Poor genetics. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's part of what, that's like, interesting. the aftermath of the movie was, like, 
people thinking too much about steps yeah. of this film. Because mm-hmm. that's one of them where you're Trying just to get like, asthma. they're like, oh, it was all for a reason. I'm like, this kid was like 12 and he has to live with asthma the rest of his <laughs> life just for that. Yeah, yeah, but like Andy, asthma. if it saves his life, then I want it too. Yeah, <laughs> this is one of those movies where it's like, you don't want to spend too much time thinking about too many things because it's, well, I mean, you're sure. defeating the purpose of the movie itself. Well, <laughs> like, pe- well, people like will see the setups for things and then get mad when they pay off. And I was like, yeah. well, he was setting them up so they pay off. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> like I said, I remember. Oh, it's convenient. Man. He has asthma. Well, there's a screenwriter behind yes, this movie. The, that was the whole point. Who set it up <laughs> to make that connection for you? I'd be mad at it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe they just—they're saying they don't buy into it, right? It's like—it's like, too convenient. It. It's too convenient like, about these things. Yeah. It was a movie, yes. <laughs> <laughs> why, why was there gla- like waters of glass everywhere? That's just so convenient. Well, okay, but well, we can talk about the ending. Was it they just managed is... to shoot the torpedoes into the Death Star? Come on, get out of here. <laughs> what is this? So, when it all boils down to it, what the aliens are afraid of is water. It kills them. It burns it their burns skin. It burns us. Don't Why you, would you come to a planet that's seventy percent water? I've been listening to that sentiment. Yeah, that's that's for twenty what, years. That's what hurt. That's, that's what the, killed this movie's replay. Maybe yeah. they didn't know. Like, they, yeah, they didn't see it when they, they were landing. Know. Those are questions. Or like, you know, You're when you aliens are smart for some reason. Like, like why would you go to another planet and not wear like well, a got space hand suit? Spray. Literally any clothes. Yeah, these they're things, naked. Yeah, these nudie aliens. Yeah, you're saying they're caveman aliens. Maybe they're just enlightened. You know, they're very. They're living that nudist life. Old school, like they transcended clothes. Not that it needs it, but the Culkin and Jaqueen Phoenix are reading a book, and there is talks about what an alien invasion would actually be like. And one of them is like them sending a scouting team yeah. to see what's going on on the planet, uh, and they yeah, think yeah, this yeah, is right. the scouting team. Right. Right. Any final thoughts on signs? Any la- lasting memories? So, in your head? well, we didn't really talk about how the final scene breaks down. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's do, do it. the final fight. Which is how? Take it away, Andy. <laughs> So the aliens <laughs> are seem so confident. Essentially, no. they've left the planet. It's like there's no sight of them anymore. There's the radios coming in. It's like they're all gone, and so they think it's okay to come out of the basement and they settle on. But then, in the reflection of the TV screen, is an alien, and he that's when he I think grabs Rory and like sprays him with that. He's gear. like, hold him hostage. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah like, Don't yeah. come at me. Yeah, and uh, and I think like some like water tips over and like hits, hits the alien's yeah. leg or foot or something, yeah. and then Mel Gibson starts looking around to see like there's glasses of water that the the fanning has put all over the house, and Meryl has a baseball bat above the doorway or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. prize. He hit like a yeah. bunch of home runs with it one mm-hmm. day, and then he starts breaking the glass into the alien, spraying him with water. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think the glass would be the bigger it's like the water, danger yeah. here, but <laughs> it's the water. Mm-hmm. We get a CG alien. It looks okay, if I remember. Mm. I don't. Mm. I remember. No, I remember CG that being a breakdown. Lot. Like the it, the mechanics of it, holding the kid and moving, look a yeah. little goofy. Mm-hmm. I think, but I mean, it was early. Yeah, it's like they don't use a lot of CG, but here's the, they really go for it. That's where I wonder too if they if they kept them hidden the whole time, if it would have worked maybe a little bit better. I wonder if the reveal helps or hurts. I think I'd, people want to see it. That's the point. I think Don't, people yeah, want to yeah, tease them. I tease them forever. Yeah, no, not, not forever. I'd be curious on what a climax of this movie would really be at that point if they didn't show it. Yeah. So I, I think they had to at this point. Just because they really didn't do it that much. No, it's that's a, true. No. It's pretty quick. It's, they teased it for a long and time. And it's not like a massive horror. If it was an uh, alien movie these days, it'd be oh like 300 of them or something. But this plays it pretty damn low key, actually. This one alien. Yeah, it's a very oh, yeah. small town story. Got left behind. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, that's right. That's yeah. kind of their thought. Yeah, you, you missed the boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I remember correctly, and I guess I could be wrong, I think this was a great movie. <laughs> I hope yeah. it is. I remember being enthralled by this. I'm pretty sure I saw it in theaters. Watching it at like, night Ooh. if it's raining yes. out. Oh, yeah. That's the place yes. to watch it. I hope to be surprised system. by it because I remember when I first watched it, I don't think I liked it. Mm. I think I didn't really buy the ending. Yeah. I didn't really but buy I into see it the again M. Night and... Shyamalan like, twistiness of like... Yeah. yeah. Like, I, mean, Sixth I... Sense was, I saw Sixth Sense like way later. Maybe like four or five. I probably saw it after Signs, to be honest. Yeah, I think probably. Oh, really? Too. So if you miss the boat on like a twisty Shyamalan film, yeah. it's kind of... Mm-hmm. You see it a little differently, I feel. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw Signs like way before any... You saw the sign? I saw the sign. Someone had to do it. And then I opened up my eyes. To help but, uh Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw... Um, whatever the hell that the sixth sense before I saw signs. Yeah, I for sure did. Hmm. Yeah, I missed the boat on that one. Just like that alien. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see what we got right. And what we got wrong? Part two. It's heart of darkness. That's is that what, <laughs> the big takeaway. Gorillas in the, 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 the mist. <laughs> People break down into two groups. When they experience something lucky, group number one sees it as more than luck, more than coincidence. They see it as a sign, evidence that there is someone up there watching out for them. Group number two sees it as just pure luck, a happy turn of chance. I'm sure the people in group number two are looking at those 14 lights in a very suspicious way. For them, this situation is a 50-50. Could be bad. Could be good. But deep down, they feel that whatever happens, they're on their own. And that fills them with fear. Yeah, there are those people. But there's a whole lot of people in the group number one. When they see those 14 lights, they're looking at a miracle. And deep down, they feel that whatever's going to happen, there'll be someone there to help them. And that fills them with hope. See, what you have to ask yourself is what kind of person are you? Are you the kind that sees signs, sees miracles? Or do you believe that people just get lucky? Or look at the question this way. Is it possible that there are no coincidences? Welcome back to the Swing Away Podcast. We watch Signs. What did you guys think of Signs? This movie's good. It's great. <laughs> it's really good. It's so good. A good movie. It's, like, it's a good it movie. It looks good. It's acted well. That was what my, my first notes was like. It shot really well. Yeah. I love like all the, the actors the in the middle of the frame. Really good. Those Silence of the Lambs director of photography really did signs. Yeah, that I did not know. Hmm. 
Like my, I think my first note was that yeah. he even like opens. Well, first of all, we get some crazy opening credits. Oh, like I, really intense music. Yeah, I did enjoy. I it. was scared. Yeah, right from, yeah. The, right credits. from the credits. Yeah, I thought they were cool. Very, vi- <laughs> very vintagey. And then he's like flies, psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he flies straight into like a David yeah. Fincher camera through the glass shot with the waving mm-hmm. glass. Like, oh yeah, the farmhouse glass. Yeah, was a really cool effect. Howard Newton Shore did the score. That's fun. It to was say. really good. And I think violins and like horror movies like just took off after this movie. Yeah. They just started using them all over the place. Of course, they were used in the seventies. Yeah, they were used a lot in the seventies and the sixties. But like Insidious and then like all those kinds of like modern day horror films. Like, I think we can all agree that it was violins really, are scary. It was the Goosebumps TV show that really launched that one. You know? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that dog's eyes turn yellow. <laughs> <laughs> We got it wrong. We got a couple things. We got a couple yeah, things we thought, wrong. We got the wrong We got to give some props to, uh, yeah, that. First of all, it's Rory Culkin, not Kieran. It, it is Kieran and Culkin, not Rory Culkin. It's Rory Culkin, the other way around. not Kieran It's Culkin. Rory. Mm. Yeah, not, not. How up Rory? And it's not a fanning. We said it was a fanning. Yeah, it's Abigail Breslin. Yeah, Abigail Breslin. Yeah, yeah. All the sunshine. We all, this yeah. is her first role. She was cute. She had some out. great lines. I feel she like did. she like she just hasn't changed. Like I mean, her, b- her body's physically gotten larger, but the face looks. I thought you were gonna yeah. say her body was a wonderland. Oh, oh no, boy. sir! Oh, oh wow, God. she's like uh, what <laughs> six, four, five? Oh, she's six four. <laughs> and a five. <laughs> she's six four and a five. Is it some yeah. like Gimli? Twenty five four six two four. <laughs> <laughs> changes things. It's like Kiss's like 16 or 15 song, whatever they have. Oh, man. It was weird. But Rory was already in a movie that we did on our podcast. Do you know which one it was? The Good Son. Richie Rich. <laughs> oh, good, oh, good guess, though. Yeah, he played I, the baby. He plays baby Richie no Rich. Kidding. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fitting. He's probably the youngest uh, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> and the medal goes, too. <laughs> Cherry Jones was the sheriff. Yeah, we forgot. She's in she so in many she's things. She's in so much stuff. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, what was the Wait, TV really? show that Wait, she's what? like? 24? Super... Oh, yeah. West Wing? West Wing and 24. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw 24 or she the West Wing. Familiar. I thought she was <laughs> so, just like a local person. The Perfect Storm. They... Uh, oh, yes. yeah. Perfect Storm. I know you like that film. I do. I, I don't love it, but it's there. <laughs> it's it's all right. I watched it a lot. Yeah. Also, uh, Michael Showalter is yeah. in this movie, which I was really happy about. Yeah. He was good for the. Yeah, you know, he looks down at a piece of there. paper and just is indignant towards Merrill. Yeah, Joaquin. Is it funny that he played baseball and it was his name was Joaquin? Like he gets walked a lot. Isn't that like Ooh. a? Oh, I thought about that one. I thought about <laughs> no, that one as well. You didn't think it. No one. You were like, that. I thought about making that joke. And then... <laughs> no, no, I thought about it when I was watching it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I forgot how much I enjoyed. It's a little further on the dinner scene where yeah. Mel Gibson's yeah. really losing it. Yeah, yeah. I was right. like, that was "Oh a good man, right, apart. right, mm-hmm. right, right." Yeah, I really enjoyed that scene a lot. The acting was great. It's really yes. good. Yeah, him and, him and Joaquin are just—they're really. Yeah. I don't know if it's like their chemistry together. Or they're just be, both really good actors. But man, are they good? Would they work today in a movie? Ooh, uh... together? <laughs> well, yeah. Like, would would the chemistry? I feel like Joaquin. You want to do a signs too? 
I don't think I want that. <laughs> I, I feel like, like that's Independence Day 2 esque. I, I don't feel like you can. You want Gladiator, but Mel Gibson as the Russell Crowe character. I mean, they're still talking about that Gladiator 2. <laughs> I yeah, maybe we'll get we it. Go. I mean, would you settle for like an A and E uh, Mel Gibson intervention with uh, Walker <laughs> Pierce, uh, showing up as a guest? I, like I pulling absolutely. out his letter. He's like, "Dear Mel, dear Mel, <laughs> we worked on signs. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> no, yeah." <laughs> oh man no this movie's good i was still freaking i jumped at the jumps yeah jumped at the jumps yeah, good. I was what were the jumps sandy i don't know there's like some the small claw, ones the claw under the door claw under the door that was a jump also i think you said one of the jumps sandy and then he answered as his name was sandy ha got him <laughs> i discovered my secret loser don't look at my person the claw is scary What's great about yeah. the scares are that they're memorable. They're not just jump scares, but they stick with you. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. even they're frightening. Like, the first time that that, uh, that Mel Gibson runs out into the cornfield because oh, yeah. he hears yeah. Yeah. Up well. there, and it's just like, oh my gosh, that what the the stuff they do where they light scenes with the flashlights, I think, works so well in a bunch of these scenes. Like they're like when they're in the cellar, and it's just two flashlights, and like the camera is just following the beams of light. Or when he's in the cornfield and he like drops it, but then picks it back up. Like you know exactly when he picks it back up, he's gonna yeah, see something. Yeah, but yeah. it's still it's like, oh, <laughs> in, fa- in fairness, I really enjoyed the lighting in this movie throughout. Yes, like it, it's just it gives like I think we said it earlier, just that whole farmhousey feel. Mm-hmm. Just the way it's even lit. Yeah. You know what Their I mean? Their eyes are like glowing in some scenes because the lighting is just so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, everyone has blue eyes in this movie. And and some of the, the scenes, the ambiance that they hit is like like when they're on top of the car, like trying to listen to the radio and stuff mm-hmm. like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those type of moments I forgot all about, and they're <laughs> still great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of sellers and flashlights, you know, a movie has a great seller flashlight sequence. Silence of the Lambs. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I thought you were going to say Quiet Place. But... This guy is the seller master. <laughs> You got a movie with a seller in it. You hire this director of photography. Okay, so this guy uh, from Silence of the Lambs did the uh, directing. Yeah, I want to say his name. He's he's a Japanese, um, so I don't want to screw it up too bad. Hold on. Well, you're gonna. I'm gonna. Tak Fujimoto. I mean, that's a pretty sweet name. Yeah, that's That's a cool name. Yeah, yeah. Give him the job. He's also done some, you know, some stinkers. He did the happening. Yeah, yeah. he did the cocoon returns. Whoa! What? <laughs> Not, what? what? In fairness, like that? he did grumpier old men. He did that thing you do, which is which is that thing you do is great. Grumpier Old Men. Those two are not bad movies. The second one, I like it. Yeah, (laughs) he did the truth about Charlie, the Manchurian Candidate. These are the the new ones. I did watch the happening not too long ago, and it does have like visually, it has a lot of the same feel. (laughs) Everyone's put in the middle of the frame. Yeah, and that's like it looks good, but you know, a couple of fun POV shots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The moments of like silence and just people talking, like shot reverse shots, mm-hmm. are done very well. Yep, I I like I ragged a bit on like the the effect for the alien in the first half, and I was wrong. Like it looks fine. Like they do a good job of it changes. It does a little on, bit, like a few times. But like they do a good job of like even when you are seeing the alien, a lot of the times it's still like the reflection on the TV screen, which was something that uh, was a fun yeah. bit. Yeah. And like, they do a good job of still keeping it in shadow, you know, not trying to put, I wish they didn't it, show it though. <laughs> really? I really wish they didn't show it. Cause it, it looked good in some of those shots when they were being a bit secretive, but once they showed it, it felt like it kind of lingered very long. Yeah, well, it sounds like, reading the trivia, it sounds like they, ILM did the effects, but, and they tried to do like a different alien and, 
uh, Len Medjaman was like, that looks terrible. I don't want to do this. And I so, wanted like, it to be invisible. He's very particular. Yeah, that's right. He wanted it to be like a chameleon camouflage. And after I read that, I did notice when he's holding the Culkin in his hands, like the, he's got a like a flannel shirt, and the alien's hand yeah. has like a flannel mm-hmm. pattern on it. It does the camo. Like it does it with the yeah, cold shoot. Yeah, the hand yeah, is like yeah. Matching. That looked like yeah. it was like painted him. on. And that it shot. looks cool, but yeah, like I mean, he's partic- It sounds like he was pretty particular about the effect quality. So I think that kind of makes sense in terms of how little they do. I think try to show the alien is like they're like, look, it's it's tough to make it look good. Might as well show it as little as possible. Yeah. And when you do shadows, reflections, that kind of thing. But they do show it wide in the open in that Brazilian home video thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The kids party, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a good bit. Which apparently he shot just on his camcorder. He just went and shot that. <laughs> that scene. makes sense. Yeah, Easy. a bunch of kids. Yeah, what he just it? walked into somebody's house. And yeah, like, they're having to be an alien outside. It was a big yeah, coincidence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was one of his things. Like one of one of the DVDs included like a bunch of the home movies he shot when he was like six. They're all mm-hmm. terrible. I've seen them. Yeah, <laughs> they're real bad. I mean, he was six, Brad. <laughs> Awful. Show me your six-year-old home movies, I will. Brad. I will. I shot my uh, grandma's wedding. Oh, there Fuck. you go. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off strong. <laughs> Try to top that, M. Knight. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening. Ooh. Don't take, eat that sandwich, girl. It's going to take a village. <laughs> you can't get one. <laughs> you can't get one. Uh, well, You're made of glass. He didn't make that. <laughs> it's unbreakable. Your illusion's been shattered. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm moving along. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right. You, you, you got some notes in front of you. Um. Yeah. Or you're just scrolling through your nah, iPhone. He's just on Twitter. Yeah, he's over here. He's like, I don't even care. Well, so the police lady was like, at the at the beginning, she wasn't quite sure if this was something that was like happening just to them or if it was happening around the world. Um, because this is when he was like reporting that crop circle in the beginning, and uh, I know this is just like 2002, but she was just like, I don't know how like people could just coordinate overnight and like do this together. And I was just like, man, if this was just like 15 <laughs> yeah. years her, later, her mind's yeah, about yeah, to all you got to do is just tweet like this shit. Years, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till she finds out about flash mobs in a few years. <laughs> I know. I wasn't like too far around the corner. There's yeah. a silly line where Mel says like, it's too perfect. And I was like, no, like artists make crop circles and can do things that are perfect. It's not, it's, yeah. not, it's not that big a deal, Mel. Yeah. <laughs> you just take the, well, they, you, you could do it with physics. It's a, it's a radial pattern. Yeah, you just take Starting a board from the middle. and you just, just move it, you yeah. know, and the next corn's going to knock down the other ones. Yeah. I don't know. He's never seen a painting, I guess. <laughs> this production sounds insane. Like, they leased this farmland. They grew that corn themselves. The production did. Like, they had to hire some agriculturalist to, to come out and grow the corn. They built the farmhouse. Like... They just they built the whole thing. Seventy million dollar movie. Like well, that seems like all that. an insane amount that was of work just M. Night and weird money. knowledge for making a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like watching this movie, like you wouldn't have expected it to cost seventy yeah, million. Yeah, that's true. This like, is a movie. A they solid ten million. Like I, mean, I clearly an actor is quite. A I was about to say yeah. clearly Mel Gibson. Yeah, he's not working for Joaquin free. at the time. Probably wasn't like a hot commodity. I don't know. I think uh, Gladiator had just come out. That's true. And he had ju- just won an Oscar for it, I believe. Right? Did he win or, an Oscar for Gladiator? Did he win, or was that Russell Crowe? Uh, Russell Crowe. He won for Gladiator, and then the next year he won for Beautiful Mind, and I was upset both times mm. because you wanted to win. No, because I thought Beautiful Mind was an. You awful were in the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw it once, and I was like, I don't need to see this again. Yes, yes. 
Yes. I'll just watch the gif of him <laughs> looking at formulas for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, there you I go. Guess. Someone doesn't like Robert Smekis. <laughs> a lot of people don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, that's a lukewarm take. It. <laughs> yeah, that's not a hot take. Um, so, I don't know if I like this movie. I love oh? it. I, I know, it. I know. Oh, you guys are going to No, it's okay. <laughs> just give, it, give, it, give us your take. It's different. I'm, I'm excited. Before you give your take, fresh. I'm going to give my take. I know you guys are going <laughs> to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to want to hear this. Seeing this movie again reminds me of why I wanted to make movies. Okay. Mm. It's visually very good looking. It seems like you could just make it in a house. Yeah. M. Night sure. like has that home movie mentality, and he, he also does. wants to like go back and reference you know North by Northwest as much as yep. you can. Lots of handheld shots. Lots they of handheld just stuff. Good in a house. I mean, you you didn't. If I didn't know it was seventy million dollars, like it I, didn't need to be seventy million dollars. They needed to <laughs> pay the actors, but, yes, and because of the and the production was like really long, I guess. And he's getting paid too. Yeah, he's a yeah hot that's director. true. He yeah. was a hot director at, at the, the time. time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he acts, so he gets double two double paychecks. pay. Double pay. And he wasn't bad. <laughs> no, he was fine. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, yeah, he was fine. There there have yeah. been worse director cameos in yes. movies. Ooh. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the best director cameo in a movie? Ooh. Put a pin in that and we'll think about that Ooh. one. Uh, <laughs> I had the worst one lined up already, and now I don't. Oh, boy. Hmm. David Lynch showed up in something like that. Did he? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't I don't think. Th- no. <laughs> Steven Spielberg in the Animaniacs TV show. Ooh. Perfect. <laughs> but I wanted to make movies again. The sound design is like so important. Yeah. I can just like do that. The sound was good. Yeah. You know, my house is some microphones and it just makes you want to make movies. Mm-hmm. It's a great film. Now, why don't you like it? Yeah. Tell us why you don't like it. I want to hear. So it's not a great film. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Back it up. <laughs> no, no. I'm, it's technically. No, a, no. It's, it's, there's, it's, there are a lot of good things in yeah. this movie. Um, I think overall, my problem is that i don't think it's all that consistent i think that's true mm-hmm. i i had the same thought going through the film but at the same time i was also trying to compare it to other horror films horror specifically this is more of a thriller i think but yeah. horror films especially tend to fall apart the more you think about them because a lot of i feel like a lot of them rely on people making bad choices or making you know doing things that don't make sense or you know some sort of supernatural abilities so yeah i'm kind of curious like is it is it a you know just a curse of the genre to make the plot further? But yeah, you're right. You're right. If you think too much about this movie, it's just like what, what, what? <laughs> well, I I mean I like the fact that it seemed like there was like a long period of hopelessness in this movie where yeah. like yeah, it's bleeding. You know? yeah. Everyone in the world. And I didn't scared. think it lifted for quite some time, which I was like, I don't really know where this is going, even though I saw the movie before. In a weird way, I kind of like that because it's a different take on like aliens. They, like they it doesn't have to yeah. be like global. They figure out the alien yeah. thing pretty early too. Like they're, yeah. they're yeah. like they're like hinted in the first like ten minutes and then they're like the news is like aliens. And you're like, well, oh, okay. Now we're into it. A lot it. of inspiration from Night of the Living Dead, and you see a zombie in that movie in like the first five minutes. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I like that it wasn't a global take. It was a local thing. It was just like mostly in this house. You just get to observe the rest of it through the TV, like with the characters. Yeah, and then they're isolated. They're not even watching the TV at times. So you don't even know what's actually happening. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I like some of that stuff. Um, I didn't feel like the acting was all that consistent, though. Oh, interesting. Some of like the, and I don't know if that was like on the actors or on more M Night in terms of his like style of what he wanted from them. But hmm. there were some emotional reactions that didn't quite make sense to me. I think the kids were almost too consistent for me. I hmm. thought the kids were good. Yeah, I thought, 
Abigail Breslin was really good. Um, well, all of them actually. Mel Gibson, I I was like spotty on. I, there there were some moments. There were where times he where just I wasn't. Yeah, he might. I mean, this is like near. I don't or know. Almost where too much. Is like so that's what, I think, almost. I think too that's much a risky sometime. run with both Gibson and Joaquin. Is that both of them could easily get into too much. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They the, the you flip that switch and like, like I, I, I felt the scene in the when they cooked the meal and then nobody wanted to eat it. Everything about that scene was wonderful and that worked was perfectly. Mm-hmm. And it should have been that way. Some of the sequence with his wife and her being pinned against the tree, I felt that Mel Gibson's reaction didn't make any sense for mm. what the tragedy was in front of him. Like, uh, he was very subdued. Yeah. <laughs> and and walked over and talking to his wife, very subdued, uh, which I can kind of understand. Like, he's not like, I, I mean, maybe he's not trying to freak her out, but like, he should be freaked out naturally. And I didn't see that and I didn't get that from him. I that like sequence. that the the moments like right before where Cherry Jones is just telling him like do you understand what I'm saying yeah yeah yes. like, like she clearly like, expects yeah. him to just be off but I, I felt that her response. emotion reaction was more more strong than his was oh yeah it's a rivet I'm getting chills yeah. thinking about it right now like yeah. she was good and he was I was like I expected more in that scene from him it was meant to be does it hurt I don't feel much. to play games it's okay to be silly I will tell Bo to listen to her brother he'll always take care of her I will and tell Grip I'm here tell him see And there were a couple other times earlier in the movie where it it felt like a a weird choice to choose like that emotional reaction. Yeah, I can see a couple one like that's one that sticks out with sense. me is mm-hmm. is when he goes to the pharmacy and like the which you had kind of Brad mm-hmm. mentioned in part one about how people just try to keep like confessing to him, him or like him. talking yeah. about their problems because yeah. of the you know he used to be like a pastor or whatever, but like she starts going off about this stuff and he's like standing there and he like it's supposed to be kind of awkward like he doesn't want to be there but he he doesn't want to just tell her to stop and leave or whatever and that feels weird and then immediately after when he joins the rest of the family at the pizza place he's just like no one talk to this woman again yeah you know, like, yeah, yeah that's kind of weird like <laughs> okay i knew that girl judgmental were, much I like yeah that. like it, it felt it, like i understand his why he would his character be upset about it but it's it still felt a little just stilted yeah i i mean i definitely feel like mel gibson sometimes in some of the scenes it was just oddly over the top mm. and i get where you're coming from like sub almost subdued a lot a lot of the times yeah. like a lot, almost a lack of emotion yeah where, i think i had more problems be. with the lack of emotion than but i feel like with that lack of emotion like when you have that and then you have the dinner scene where he really loses it it I I mean it sells it that much more. It makes mm-hmm. it that much more like sure. You know, it gets you that much more into it at that time. I think at least for me, it yeah. did. So sure. Overall, too, I felt even though now I'm learning that like there's some major uh, awesome like director of photography on this. <laughs> there were certain sequences where I felt he didn't quite plan out how he wanted to direct this before they started shooting it, mm. and especially in that like little like 
near the end when they're in that like room in the basement and they're all like kind of enclosed there were certain shots where i was expecting to see certain things and he's like withholding that for those those shots for like longer than made sense hmm. and so some of it i was like a little bit of like a weird editing style where this movie felt slower than what movies are today and maybe some like weird framing choices too. Mm-hmm. There's definitely at, at the, a lot of ending. deliberate choices yeah. of of withholding no. something from you, whether it's seeing the alien or at least seeing what's going on at yeah. all. There's moments anything. where like you're seeing someone's reaction to a thing, and the yeah. camera slowly pans, and you're like, "Get me yeah. over there! I need to know." The yeah, time. but you're just like looking at an empty wall or something like that for a while, and you're like, "But what's actually happening?" The first time that happens is when like Cherry Jones is talking to Merrill, like just like asking him about his like baseball or why he's home, and like. It does that little transition thing there's always like something in the scene within the scene like even during that like um abigail breslin is trying to get mel gibson's attention about the television so i kind of like when that that like compounds like a scene is about more than one thing happening in mm-hmm. it, yeah, which yeah. i like there's also actors like talking over each other which i actually did yeah. like a lot yeah i don't Especially mind that mel and jaqueen would like talk over each other and it's like oh this is great yeah that's very 70s style mm-hmm. but uh, yeah i mean not just like showing a different meaning like in the, in that last scene when they're like fighting the alien you're not even seeing some of the action you're just like looking at empty walls sometimes and you're like well where the characters are over there i can hear them over in the corner but i can't see them at all <laughs> i think there's emphasis on just like the alien not being that important and they they do that like when the big confrontation happens they pan away from the alien because they're more they concentrated the on what's going on with mel gibson and his son I thought that was an interesting thing too yeah like when he does they do the swing away and Joaquin just starts beating on this alien with a bat and Mel Gibson just leaves. He yeah, like, he gets the kid and leaves, even help. which I yeah. feel like was a good right. a fun like a real reaction of like a dad trying to help his kid like I gotta get yeah. out of here, get some air. And the camera goes with him and you're like, wait, yeah. no, the fight's happening. Where are you going? But <laughs> yeah. like I, I do I enjoyed that in terms of it's just different. It's not what I would expect from the scene where you expect to stay with the action, like the intense action versus just a dad and his kid who's having like an asthma attack. From alien poison. You know, and all those alien poison kid lung movies. <laughs> Classic. Classic, mm-hmm. you know. Did not all of them. <laughs> Harry Potter did it. There you go. Twice. I just felt like that last scene in the living room just felt really slow. I know that they were intentionally slowing it down because then they inserted like the scene where he actually does see his wife dying. Yeah. So they did yeah. slow it down, but it's like how much time the aliens just holding that boy and right. just sitting there like it's like a Mexican standoff, and then they're like, okay, now let's put this scene in. I did and also. And then that's yeah. cut back, and it's more just like the boy sitting there. Okay, now it's going to use the poison. I also had a problem with that scene where when he sees that the aliens missing the fingers. And, like, it zooms in on that. But then it also yeah. replays part of that scene. And I was like, that happened, like, 20 minutes yeah. ago. Like, you didn't, like, trust the audience a little yeah, bit on yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. Like, you didn't have to re-show me him cutting off alien fingers. I remember when that happened. I thought it was kind of a weird choice to insert that scene, like, right there mm-hmm. at that moment. Oh, yeah. It it's what made... Mel Gibson was thinking about. Like, it's all I can really justify hmm. it as. I mean, yeah, I mean, it yeah, makes sense. It's a point sense. of action, though. Like, I don't know why you'd cut away from... The middle of an action right and that's why i think it, it, it disrupted the flow a little bit to just replay really the did. scene versus just hope that the audience catches the, the you know re- understands the reference and even if they didn't it's not like that's going to be a deal breaker yeah. it doesn't it's need an, to be alien. The same alien yeah you know. it can be an alien yeah i mean lost it for like seven seasons there you go <laughs> get, JJ, get jj in here for signs too <laughs> I'd, I'd watch that <laughs> there were a few moments where like the movie just wanted like to fade out and fade back in like a play though yeah, like in the sure. cellar when they're just like, we got to turn the flashlights off, 
or yeah. and then it was like, bit like day or mm-hmm. yeah like and then the next intermission day. comes up yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the that which i would like to see a signs play i think that would work great that probably work that really would, i think yeah i think you're on signs on broadway overall like my my final like questions that i was thinking about this movie is like number one like why are these out of out of all this like why would these aliens be choosing that house. Well, you know it's, why it's it's near the cop circle. That's all I can yeah. really think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah which I'm make... assuming is a it's symbol you know, for other ships to see. Yeah, it could be like a pickup pick and landing point. I yeah, it's like supposed to be like yeah, just a landing beacon for other ships and stuff. I, lo- I that's another thing I did enjoy is that you know in significant contrast to like Independence Day where the entire third act is the humanity struggle against the aliens. In this one, you just hear like on the TV they're like. And all over the world, humans figured out how to kill the aliens. <laughs> War of the world. And yeah, you just get to en- with the common you cold. just get to enjoy like them hearing that yeah, the yeah. day was saved, and like you know they're like, oh, okay, we can all come out now. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. that piece. That was a fun kind of narrative change from a lot of those films. Could someone explain the connection between like a pastor who loses his faith after his wife dies, and like aliens invading his house, like? <laughs> I didn't quite understand the connection because the very final scene is like now he's wearing like he's a pastor again. He's like wearing yeah, that he's thing. Found his faith again. Yeah. He, yeah, he found his faith again. But like, if aliens existed and everything, like, wouldn't you believe less in God now ooh, that like? <laughs> in fairness, that's <laughs> the end when he's like getting ready to go back is probably my least favorite. Like, <laughs> I, would, I, I would agree I was, with like, that. I would agree. That's that. just like a, because, a it's, weird yeah, like they're just throwing, Like, let's just add that on. Yeah, it, I it, liked the transition to the scene, like where they're panning from the yeah, board up windows mm-hmm. into suddenly the rest of the room is in yeah. the future. Now that was a cool transition. But I totally agree. I didn't need the epilogue like, of he's I think, now pastor again. I think they could have made it as simple as like he grabs like, you know, a piece of his, uh, you know, pastor gear instead of like actually watching him like just fully get dressed and everything like that. Maybe like take a quick glance over at it and he, you know, like a, a cross or something and then he's kind of looks away and then like just grabs it and that, yeah. that would be the end i think that but would like, be a better yeah, like him you know kind of cleaning up his wife's room because they, they had the shot yeah. earlier of like yeah. the dress in the room true. where it's like in the boxes and it's like it's the shot like it the epilogue is just him like the room is now like a room again and then like the last bit is him hanging across on the wall again mm-hmm. or something like that could have been fun i thought it was a little too on the nose in the beginning of the yeah. film they, they do have yeah. a faded out cross like symbol yeah on the, on the i was trying to paper. see i watched this of course on a laptop like I shouldn't have, but uh, I was like, I was like, is this a white cross on a white wall, or is it like the outline of where yeah. a cross used to be? Mm-hmm. You could just put that back up a little bit. Fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, oh, they already had yeah. the foreshadowing for it. Yeah, something a little bit less preachy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know they're leaning toward like that he lost his faith and yeah, like, that yeah. he doesn't have it anymore. But I didn't know if like that was the solution he should have leaned toward. Is that like he resolved his faith, like? I thought like maybe finding a way to resolve his grief would have made more sense. Yeah, I mean it's it's sort of it is almost overly simplistic when the idea is he lost his faith because he's like, how could something so bad happen to me? Mm-hmm. My wife died, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then the end is, oh, but she died for a reason. I'm all good again. Yeah. And you're like, well, okay, I, yeah, but come on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the reason that she died for? To to, to m- tell him to, tell him to swing away, yeah, yeah, to for that moment of time when 
he needed to be able to tell someone to hit an alien with a bat. Do you like, <laughs> do you like this movie last night? Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's a writer's movie. This is a movie yeah. that's super easy to I, overthink. Yeah, because as soon as you start oh, looking no. at it, you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> He's having a breakdown right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And those are totally valid <laughs> criticisms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, if they could have just taken that last scene, up, it's just a writer getting his rocks off, and the writer yeah. is also the director, who's also the producer, who also edited the movie. Yeah, yeah well, and it's tough. Like reading, if you read like M Night's interviews, yeah. are always he's always so like, oh, I'm so creative about this, right? Like he's in this one, he's like, did you know that the signs refers to the crop circles, but also signs of faith. And you're like, yeah, man, that you like. <laughs> they're symbols. Literally saying, you know, movie directly are. to us. Yeah, <laughs> that that was not subtle. <laughs> but other than that, it was great. Oh, mm-hmm. there, yeah. So Andy, <laughs> there you go. Andy Molnar says this movie's great. The end. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I did actually like some of it. There, there were quite a quite a few moments in there that I enjoyed. And a lot of them had to do with like the kids interacting. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed those scenes the most. Andrew Queen, I think, did a hell of I'm a including job. him in that. Yeah. He's a kid. Yeah. He was actually <laughs> yeah. Mel Gibson's brother. Yes, he was his brother. Did. I didn't quite understand that. I think that we thought he was his large adult. I'm sure they the said it in the half. beginning and I might have missed it, and then they did reiterate it in the end. Yeah, when they have the moment the kid the the, the son's like, I wish you were my dad. Like, okay, don't be my dad, Jesus. And they cut to Jaqueen having an affair with Mel Gibson's wife because he doesn't want the kid to find out. It is actually his kid. Wow. Jerry Springer show. What a twist. We have the results. (laughs) That's that M. Night twist, you know. (laughs) Mark Ruffalo, originally cast, but dropped out as uh, Jaqueen's character. I think that would have been good. I think that could have worked. Yeah. Okay. I I thought you were going to say Mel Gibson's character, which might have been a little much for Ruffalo at the time. And so was apparently Johnny Depp. And Paul Newman. I would not want to watch a Paul Clint Newman would have been good version of this movie. Would have been good with yeah. Paul Newman. <laughs> Paul Newman would have been Paul great. Paul Newman. He, I mean, he he looks that far. Been like life. perfect for him. Oh, I've done so that. In a I cannot yeah. see Clint Eastwood. No, I do not all. want this movie with Clint Eastwood. You're like, oh, he's just about to kill them all. Yeah, <laughs> this yes. isn't a struggle. Get off my lawn. Yeah, what ra- <laughs> what racial slur is he going to say? Right, yeah. these aliens. <laughs> Get out of my chair. <laughs> you space. <laughs> oh no! It's coming to take all the Americans. Whatever you said, I'm just gonna bleep like, it. So it's oh, worse oh, than oh, it is. Wait, no. Hey, it was so gentle. <laughs> but is it fair oh. to say that when they cast Mel Gibson, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Now we're getting the yeah, right. Yeah, you know they, they didn't do any better oh. with that. So I guess. <laughs> Oof. I don't know. I'm glad, we, I'm glad we revisited this one. Can yeah. we put to bed the argument that people are all upset about? Why are aliens invading a planet with water when their weakness is water? I have no. to say <laughs> that people are projecting. That yeah. They think the aliens are smarter than they are. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just like, you know, work as like insects or ants and they don't really have like... Yep. A real like in- human intelligence, and they're just working off instinct. Mm. There's uh, been there's been big essays maybe like, they just about this and s- heard yeah. human sound or whatever radio waves. If they're like and lizards, they didn't know water was there. Or whatever. Yeah, or I mean, like, be honest, we can tell. We can get into all the what it what. Like, maybe they you know, don't know there's a lot of water. About, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they their planet's dead and they have no resources mm-hmm. and they're desperate for stuff. So they're like, we'll take Earth. Oh God, there's things here. Blah, run away. But the real but point why don't of they that question and that the real point. Is that it's just 
not great writing. I mean, if your skin could change not colors, a great, like, I wouldn't wear clothes device. either. I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm going. I don't know. It seems <laughs> That seems like a very bad defense mechanism. True. Just being naked. You know what would be great? A <laughs> yeah, fucking wetsuit. <laughs> okay? Like, Which makes me think they're more like animal. They're more like a lizard. Like yeah, a straight but, up lizard person. But they're in a spaceship. They did space You've travel. You've never seen the spaceship. It's invisible. You see lights mm. in, the, in the sky. That's true. I don't do. like to think about the aliens Some too much. Some of that much. was cool. Oh, the bird thing was cool? Yeah. When he was talking about like the bird yeah. like flew into the clouds. Yeah. and then just plummeted like that's a fun thing they're gone but they're not really gone we just can't see them early this morning a bird flew into the area where the lights were hovering last night it stopped dead in the air and fell straight down they caught it on tape they've been playing it all morning the footage looks like the bird flew into a wall in the sky they found the bird his head was crushed in they think they have some kind of invisible shielding going like an optical illusion they're still there I'm glad they don't focus too much on the aliens because honestly, the alien like it gets me upset really to think about it's something secondary. that, that yeah. can it do is. space travel. Yep. But like you said, weakness is water. We, we can tell what the atmosphere is made of in a moon that we'll probably never go to. Yeah. Well, and it's sure. like they were slightly conscious of it because they have the whole bit where they're like, "All oh, the crop circles are away from water," and like M Night's character is like, "I'm going to the lake because yeah, they don't yeah. like water." Like it's. Humans figured that out pretty quick. By the way, I trap one in a closet. (laughs) (laughs) Those two boys are at it again. I did. I honestly didn't understand that sequence, and then I was like, "Why did he go into that guy's house?" Yeah, it was good. He told him to go into the house too, and I was like, "Why?" Yeah, what's this about? I love the way that was shot, though. Mm -hmm. There was like, there's like three scenes, like total, like three camera setups, but they were all perfect. Yeah, there's some yeah. great shots where he like pans over. There's the knife. He sees the knife. There's also the vegetables and the knife. The, well, yeah, right. The because vegetables, like the aliens, knife. I guess were. Uh, Don't talk about Mel Gibson's wife that way. Knife, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wife. She's a vegetable. Yes. That was- <laughs> what? Oh, boy. She never got to the vegetable stage. <laughs> Ooh. Mel. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I'm talking about his dead wife in this movie. She died. Oh. In this movie. Yes. In this movie. Oh yes. boy. I don't even think she got <laughs> right. She never got to the vegetables. That was a little occurred. dicey. Yeah, now you brought it back. Thank you. With the knife. Thank <laughs> you. Yep. That's a bit of magical realism too. There, that sequence where she's like, they're like she's pinned in the. I'm sure it happened like one the truck time, like the tree Andy, in you a don't way understand. where she's still conscious. And they had to stay alive. And she could still fully talk to, to deliver you. the message. <laughs> it was determined. Already. And we're gonna sew that tree in truck. To her, uh, so yeah. she could keep living life. <laughs> we have the technology. <laughs> we can rebuild her. Mel's just like, but can I have sex with her? Like, <laughs> what's gonna happen here? It's the bottom half. You just, just like have throw sex that with away the, with the truck half. Yeah. <laughs> 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 never moving. I know, with some <laughs> <up> statements. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Nick Haynes for joining us. You can find his podcast by searching Sketchy Nonsense on any podcast app of choice or just in Google. The next movie we're doing has the tagline, Every journey begins with a single move. We remember searching for Bobby Fischer. It's unsettling, isn't it? When you realize there are only so many things you can teach a child. But finally... They are who they are. I took Josh to the park today. Jack. He played chess. 
He doesn't know how to play chess. He doesn't even tie his shoes. I'm playing chess with my dad. It's a game like Monopoly. In a world that thrives on competition. Why do you want your son to play chess? Oh, I don't. He does. He taught himself. In a game where winning means the world. Tell me, is the next Bobby Fisher somewhere in this room? <laughs> a challenge has begun. Your son creates like Fisher. He sees like him inside. You're playing not to lose, Josh. You've got to risk losing. You've got to risk everything. I was wondering if you could keep him from playing there so much. No. You'd kill him not to play in the park. He loves it. Just makes my job harder. Then your job's harder. Oh, good! Yeah, that's it. My son has a gift. He is better at this than I have ever been at anything in my life. You have to have contempt for your opponents. Because if you don't think it's a part of winning, you're wrong. Trick or treat. You have to hate them. But I don't. They hate you. They hate you, Josh. Get out of my house. To put a child in a position to care about winning and not to prepare him is wrong. The better I play, the better I have to play. That's just the way it works. Maybe it's better not to be the best. Josh is in trouble. Don't move until you see it. He's not afraid of losing. He's afraid of losing your love. Sorry, Daddy. I can't see it. He knows you think he's weak, but he's not weak. He's decent. And if you or anyone else tries to beat that out of him, I swear to God, I'll take him away. Joe Montaigne, Lawrence Fishburne, Joan Allen, Max Pomerantz, and Ben Kingsley. Searching for Bobby Fisher. You're a much stronger player than I was at your age.